This is Karnveer Mundret, the Chief Ideation Officer at Atharva Marcom, and you're listening to the future of branded content marketing and PR, co-powered by the Branded Content Marketing Association. Today on our show, we have Andy Sofford. Andy is the managing partner and co-owner of Connect, a leading UK public affairs and public relations agency that's headquartered in London. Andy provides strategic advice and senior counsel to connect clients on media and political strategy, issues management, and crisis communications. Andy has specialist knowledge and strong networks in the local government. Andy draws on his experiences as a former member of parliament, representing Corby and serving as a shadow minister, member of a select committee and various bill committees. Prior to this, Andy was the chief executive of the LGIU, an award-winning think tank and a membership body for the UK local government. Andy's other past roles include Vice President of the Local Government Association, Trustee of the Centre of Public Scrutiny and Board Chair of Local Energy Limited, a social enterprise business. Andy has also served as the Councillor and Local Authority Cabinet Member. And he is currently a member of the board of the Public Relations Consultants Association, the PRCA, and is a school governor of the Kettering Bukaliuk Academy. He features in the PR Week Power Book of Leading Figures in Public Relations. I present to you Andy Sofford. Hi Andy and welcome to the show. This is our uh, show on uh, branded content marketing and you know we 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 are from the uh, this this is done in partnership with the BCMA which is the Branded Content Marketing Association and it's the um, the podcast on uh, branded content market the future of branded content marketing and PR. So tell us a little bit about Connect and what 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 you do and uh, you know how all the things that you do at Connect. I mean you're you're a pretty multi-dimensional uh, public relations firm. So tell us more. Great. Well, thanks very much for asking me to be uh, on the uh, on the program. Uh, so I'm the managing partner of Connect. Uh, we are UK-based uh, PR agency, but with a particular specialism working in broadly in the area of political communications and political campaigns. Uh, we work for a very wide range of organisations, uh, helping charities, for example, to make their case uh, to policymakers, uh, politicians, uh, and working in an advisory role with a wide range of uh, big companies. We work with Coca-Cola, Toyota, Microsoft, uh, for example. Uh, we run uh, campaigns that very much focus on uh, changing changing minds. So our strapline is We Open Minds. Uh, whether that is um, uh, changing public, helping to change public opinion, um, to, to inform public opinion, uh, or indeed to uh, help to engage with politicians and, and, and people who make decisions in different spheres, different parts of public life uh, here in the UK, uh, helping uh, to, to promote issues, understanding uh, to them. Branded content marketing is predicted to be at the heart of every marketing strategy and there is growing evidence that there will be a significant shift in budgets to support it. However, there is still confusion as how to do it, who should do it and how it is measured. This podcast brings to you the knowledge, the skills and the secrets you need to take to take you to the absolute cutting edge of branded content. This podcast is in partnership with the BCMA. The BCMA is the global industry body for branded content practitioners run by practitioners 
promoting best practice, sharing knowledge and growing the branded content industry. To know more, go to the BCMA. Go to www.thebcma.info. So branded content, you know, uh, the marketing, branded content marketing association is all about branded content. So it's about, you know, creating the right content to, to influence, to uh, to suggest uh, in a very subtle way so you know could uh, what are the, some of the interesting case studies which you know you 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 have been doing i know you've been doing a lot of work in in the divorce law in political so could we take a few interesting case studies and 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 talk about the kind of content that has been created and and how you went to to go about influencing change sure uh, well in the example of divorce law we've been uh, working with uh, organizations in the UK, particularly uh, an organization called Resolution, who represent uh, family lawyers, uh, lawyers who act in family courts in the UK, uh, to change a divorce law, which is uh, really now, I think, really quite old-fashioned divorce law in the UK. Um, in particular, the difficulty that uh, when getting a, requesting a divorce through the legal system, that one party, uh, husband or wife, one has to blame the other uh, for the divorce. Uh, and family lawyers say that this creates a very difficult context in order to sort out uh, your affairs after a marriage, particularly, for example, financial matters, uh, but also where there are children involved. Uh, it can create uh, acrimony and uh, tension uh, that uh, doesn't help to, to, to find new arrangements uh, after a marriage has broken down, a relationship has broken down. Uh, so we've been working with them to uh, build collateral branded content, uh, including a series of case studies, for example. Uh, we work to produce um, research. Uh, they have a fantastic uh, in-house team uh, that develop much of this, and our role is to help them to amplify that content uh, to engage new and different audiences, complementing the work that they do. So together we've secured um, really good coverage uh, in the media in the UK, uh, for example, uh, exclusive coverage in some of our daily national newspapers, uh, great work during uh, what they, they call Divorce Week, which takes uh, took place um, in the autumn of the last couple of years. We've, we've worked with them around uh, research they've published to coincide with that, uh, that shows sort of social attitudes are changing. Uh, and that's helped to get coverage uh, in broadcast media as well. So I think that that combination of uh, personal case studies plus good research, data, polling, uh, has been really important to help make the case. And we call it, uh, we think of it as building collateral uh, in, in the way that we would describe it, but completely understand that that, that is very much part of the branded content that you, uh, that, that, that you specialize in. So how do you go about planning all this collateral and how do you go about planning all this material? What is the, from the time that a client comes to you, how do you go about the entire process of planning the whole campaign? Yeah, well, we, we work with clients who are sometimes have content uh, already. Uh, they might be producing a report or already have commissioned research and will work with us uh, to, to help make sure that they get maximum coverage uh, and also to help target it to particular audiences. So we have a specialism in helping uh, to target information to uh, decision makers, opinion formers, uh, those kind of audiences uh, as distinct from, for example, uh, you know, wider consumer audiences. So that we would see that as our specialism. Uh, although uh, actually there is a relationship, so sometimes we help organizations to engage with, um, you know, with their, their, their members or their consumers 
uh, their supporters, you know, depending on the type of organisation they are. Um, you know, so in the, in the example of the divorce law work, uh, actually family lawyers all around the UK are very supportive of the campaign. Many of them are members of the organisation that we've been working in partnership with. And so engaging them in activity around the country has been very much part of the, of the work. Uh, so we bring, we bring innovation uh, to the work that we do with clients. We bring ideas uh, from all the different clients we work with that adds a value to the work that the client does. Uh, but you know, in terms of the, the planning process, that would be about thinking of who is it and who is it that we're trying to communicate with? You know, what are the target audiences? Um, what are the time frames? Uh, particularly if you're thinking about achieving policy change, if you think about the, the, the critical time frames uh, for that. It's a very interesting and challenging uh, political context here in the UK uh, that we've been working in. And so to try to get attention to this issue at a time when um, particularly, of course, Brexit in the UK, but also other issues, you know, environmental issues, very, very high on the political agenda, public consciousness, uh, so creating interest and space uh, to bring other issues to the fore is a challenge, and we work on that with our client together. So when you talk, you, you, you used a particular word called innovative. Uh, are there any interesting innovative examples which you did, which, which really was something out of the box, which uh, you know, you'd like to talk about? Yeah, I, I would give an, an example of our work on disabled uh, housing in the UK. Uh, currently, most homes, new homes built in the UK, uh, are done so without uh, considering the long-term uh, adaptability. Uh, if, if a resident becomes disabled or if a disabled person w wants to move into a property, uh, we, we work with the client uh, to develop research that shows a very small additional cost at the building stage of a new house uh, could make that house a lifetime home. Uh, so a home that could be fit for a person throughout their life, even uh, if and actually as is likely at some time they may have uh, some need for um, you know, adaptations in their home, uh, but thinking that through in the design stage. Uh, so the, the particular innovation in our work uh, with the client uh, well, there were several. So one was we used a tool called Freedom of Information in the UK, where you can make requests of public bodies, government bodies for information, uh, and they're legally obliged to provide information. So we carried out a Freedom of Information survey across the country about uh, local uh, councils, local government here in the UK, uh, about their policies uh, on accessible housing, particularly at the planning and development stage. Uh, you know, local councils here have the, the, the responsibility to agree to new housing being built and at that stage they could ask about accessibility and we found that actually very, very few of them do. We published a league table uh, of the local authorities that gained a lot of coverage. Uh, we then worked with uh, our client and brought together a coalition of interested organisations, uh, charities, uh, housing organisations uh, to a campaign on a national campaign day and I think the, the innovation of the national campaign day and actually helping the client to see um, something that sounds like it would require a huge amount of resources, it would, that it would be um, very very difficult to organise, actually helping to make that practical, helping to deliver that through our additional capacity, through our ideas, but crucially uh, by working with them to unlock their own organisations, the potential they have in their own organisation, uh, their own staff, their own supporters uh, in the charities and different organisations we work with. So the National Campaign Day uh, had high impact. Uh, again, you know, about creating space for your issue in a crowded news agenda uh, and you know, achieving impact 
in the, in the national media, social media. It was a critical part of that campaign. So we engaged users of disabled, well, disabled people who are currently in um, um, occupying accessible housing to talk about what a difference it had made to them and their lives, particularly if they'd moved from housing that was not uh, meeting their needs to more accessible housing. You know, that it enabled, you know, it can be transformative. Uh, so getting people to tell their stories on social media was fantastic. Uh, some of them did that through video, uh, some did it through writing messages uh, and then posting the messages on social media. And many of them actually took part in activities, so for example, local visits and told their story. So that, that storytelling all across the UK really helped uh, to change minds. We managed to, uh, working uh, with some really supportive um, politicians, um, particularly a really good government minister at the time who was uh, you know, understood uh, our case, was supportive, managed to change the law. Uh, and even more than that, I think, raise awareness. I think that's the most critical uh, factor is uh, because the law itself is um, quite a blunt instrument. Uh, actually getting people building houses, getting councils who have to permit houses to think about the design of the house and accessibility, yeah, that's been the biggest change of all. So is, is political PR different from uh, regular PR? What, I mean, do you find that there's, there's a different strategy involved? Um, I can only talk really about the, the work that we do, uh, although I can say that we sit very much as part of the PR industry in the UK, uh, that we very much identify uh, with broadly with the PR industry. There, are, there is much in common in our work, so for example the uh, need to, to um, uh, measure our impact. It is a critical conversation we're having here uh, in the UK, improving the way that we measure impact. Uh, we have um, we a similar skill set. Uh, the team here, so working through uh, national organisations of PR in the UK uh, to focus on apprenticeships, on skills for PR, uh, and I think broadly, it, what it, what is in common uh, any type of PR? I think telling a good story, you know, good storytelling, good message development. That comes back to the point about branded content. So how do you communicate the message? Uh, you know, that we do that in common with any type of PR. So we could keep talking about this, I guess, but uh, you know, because there's always a, the barrier of time and and the, this. So you know, uh, just to why, just to to wrap up, uh, you know, I know that uh, Connect has won a number of awards, and you're also on personally on the board of the PRCA. So uh, you know, tell us about the future. You know, what, where do you see Connect going in in the future? Oh, we have a fantastic team. Uh, actually, quite quite a young team, uh, incredibly capable. Uh, we have offices here in London and in Belfast. Uh, we're working all across the UK on an ever wider range of clients. Uh, I think what motivates uh, our team is the opportunity to work in different sectors and on issues that feel like they really matter. So we're doing a lot of work at the moment on sustainability, a lot of work on housing, which is a key policy challenge in the UK. We work with older people's organisations. We have an ageing society uh, here in the UK, uh, as indeed there is in many, many, many countries around the world. Uh, so the opportunity to work on those public policy challenges uh, and issues facing society hugely motivates our team. It also means that we're really uh, that, that authenticity, that enthusiasm comes through in our work with clients and potential clients. And so we've been able to grow uh, organically uh, in recent years. Uh, I think it's going to be a challenging economic environment in the UK. I think globally we're probably uh, moving towards a recession, uh, certainly a slowdown in growth. So that challenging economic climate could be challenging for Connect. And yet, you know, the issues that we're working on 
uh, our long-term challenges for society and I think we're really well placed uh, to continue to grow in future years. So thank you and uh, Andy it was absolutely brilliant talking to you and we look forward to a lot of more coming from Connect and with a lot of more awards and a lot more activities uh, in in at Connect. So thank you. Thank you. Stay connected with the podcast on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Reach out to us at atharvamarcom at gmail.com or follow us at thebcma.info. See you next time. May the force of branded content continue to change your world.